Hello, guys, and welcome to our The World on GCW post show. I'm Jay Shell, your host. Oh my God, last time we did the show, we didn't even introduce ourselves. We just started. Okay, Haley, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I've never done a post show before. So, yeah, I'm Haley. I write for Body Slam. I do ADHD divas with these two. Yeah. And That's demo me. divas now. And demo divas. Yes. I was waiting for it. Yes, ma'am. Kylie, do you want to introduce yourself as well? Can you hear me? Sorry, my thing froze. I oh. was so scared that I lost it for a second. I was like checking my internet. I said, do you uh, want to introduce I'm, yourself? Yes. I'm Kylie. I do ADHD divas. I do demo divas. I do GCW post show. I do interviews. I do a lot of things. All the things. All the things. My name is Jayshelle. I'm a contributor at Body Slam. I'm also on ADH Divas, on Demo Divas, working on Wrestling with Whiteness, doing interviews, GCW post shows, all that good stuff. Um, and we're here to talk about the show that just happened. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start off with initial thoughts before we go match by match. Kylie looks like she wants to speak. My initial thought is what? First of all, I know it's illegal to blade in New York. You don't have to tell me that. I read the statute, okay? I prepared myself. But you could pay a fine in GCW. No blood in GCW today, apparently. Or no intentional blood, I should say. What's up with that? It wasn't booked like a GCW show. I liked it. I really enjoyed the show. But, like, Ring of Honor vibes. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. Sorry, Brett Lauderdale. <laughs> okay. Haley, what were your thoughts? Um, I mean, I thought it was a good wrestling show. Like Kylie said, yep. it didn't feel like GCW to me. But maybe I just went in with, like, too many expectations. I don't know. I think it's Hammerstein. Hammerstein. We were supposed to go in with these high expectations. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I would be... I was just going to say, there are so many heel wins. Yeah, like, I was, I guess, that's exactly what I was going to say. I would be lying if I didn't say I was upset. And I guess, you know, with so many heel wins, it makes Nick Gage's win at the end, like, feel better. But, like, I was just confused. We'll get to Nick Gage. <laughs> oh, God. They're going to give us some time to breathe on that. Um, okay. Let's talk the Battle Royal. I'm going to try to run down the list of people that were in this match. Psycho Clown, Dark Sheik, Cole Radrick, Hoodfoot, Pero, Ruckus, KTB, Juicy Finale, Too Hot, Steve Scott, Nate Webb, um, Big Vin, Brandon Kirk, Janai Kai, Dustin Thomas, Marcus Mathers, Yoya, Charles Mason, B-Boy, Lufisto, Thunder Rosa. Okay, what did you guys think of this match? What did you think of the winner, Big Vin? Um, <laughs> I thought it was a good match. I thought Thunder Rosa and uh, Lufisto were nice surprises. Uh, I thought there were a lot of nice surprises, but I don't, I don't know what the angle is here. If that makes sense, like where, like what was the point? Like, you could have put someone like Thunder Rosa over in this match, and. It didn't happen. I, I, I was so behind her. I don't know. Maybe I GCW think, knows something I don't. I don't know. 
I think it's so odd that she was on the pre-show also, though. I get, like, you want to build buzz and whatever, but, like, Thunder Rosa, you could have had her intervene in the Alley Ruby match, and I think that would have been a much more interesting angle for her to be a part of. Or even just give her a match. There's only one women's match. Like, she could have wrestled anyone. Like, she could have wrestled a man. She could have wrestled anyone. I, I, I don't know. It was fun, she could have though. Chelsea Green, and I would have thought that it would have been interesting. If they did Thunder Rosa, Joey Janela, Chelsea Green, Matt Cardona, um, head booker over here. No, I mm, I would never book a show like this. Um, but <laughs> Ruckus did <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry, that wasn't that mean. <laughs> it's late, you know. I can't say correct things. Um, but I thought Ruckus did a lot of cool flips and stuff, and I was excited for that. I just thought there was way too much going on at once for me to focus on anything, actually. I feel like they wanted mm-hmm. to get as many people on the card as they could. Still mad Billy Starks wasn't in this match. Very mad Billy Starks was not in this match. But, you know. I thought the match was cool. I liked Rose's pop. It was huge. Oh, yes. But she always gets a big pop, so. Uh, right for so. Yes. Let's talk scramble. We're going to move this kind of quick, I can tell, because I know we want to save some time for Nick Gage. Um, (laughs) Stop! Don't laugh at me! It throws me off! Um, Sorry. (laughs) But next we have the scramble match, which was Shane Mercer taking Dante Leon, Leon, Jack Cartwheel, Ninja Mac, Alex Zane, and the winner, Grim Reefer. Um, We obviously saw Nick Wayne get pulled from this match, and there were no mutterings about it on Twitters, which is a little disappointing. I hope everything's okay with Nick. Um, and Shane just came in and added some strength in this match. What did you guys think about the winner and the match in general? Well, um, okay. I love Grim Reefer. I think he's super talented. I think he's super fun. And I get that it's his hometown. But if you look at everyone else in this match, they're all young and they're rising stars. Not to say Grim Reefer is not a rising star. Don't put words in my mouth, please. <laughs> but I'll say it. Grim Reefer is not a rising star. But you you had You don't chance. think of him in the same category as a fucking Dante Leone or Jack Cartwheel. No. But and here's the thing. You had the chance to... Like the same thing with the Battle Royal. You had the chance to put someone young and fresh and new over at your biggest show and you gave it to Grim Reefer. And in my head, I'm like, okay, so we're going to have a night of like GCW, like OG GCW staple, like wins. Don't spoil the rest of the show. Well, I'm just saying, I I have opinions about this. I I know. And we're going to get there. We'll probably get there as soon as we get to Janela. Um, But overall, it was a fun match. I thought it was fine. thought it was fine. I thought there was lots of cool flippy doodahs in this match. I mean, look who's um, in it. Of course there was. I I honestly thought this, some of the spots were, like, a little bit sloppy. Do you remember that um, Rana that I texted about in the group yeah, chat that yeah. I think it was um, Zane did it. On, I don't remember on who exactly. I'm trying to see if I can find it in my notes. Not really. Um, but I thought that Mercer in this match added a lot of strength. Um, that like Because the rest of the people were just a bunch of flip flipping guys. Um, Reefer had that gifable moment where he did the flip with a joint in his mouth, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I I thought that Alex Zane looked really dope in this match, like his look in general. I thought that it fitted him really well. And my bestie, Jack Cartwheel, did amazing, of course. I'm mad he didn't win, so I could rant about it, but it's okay. <laughs> Haley, um, if you could have chosen anybody besides Grim Reefer to win, who would you have had win? Have had one. Anyone else? <laughs> Um, I don't you know. Opinions. I don't know. Maybe Dante. I don't know. I know on ADHD Divas we were all for um, Ninja Mac, and I thought that maybe that's what was going to happen, but I was sorely mistaken. I had Nick Wayne as my pick. Boom, he's not even in the match. Yes. <laughs> and, I thought and- if not Ninja Mac, then Nick was going to, but okay. And they didn't even explain it. Mm-mm. Like, if... Right. if- you could have just given me any explanation and they just didn't address it. Yeah. Weird. I, they didn't really address I at the time, they didn't like rightfully address the Leo Rush situation in the ladder mm-hmm. match either. Um obviously it gets remedied a little bit later. Yeah. Um but we see the brass swing ladder match. So we have Jordan Oliver taking on Tony Deppin, Jimmy Lloyd. Alex Cologne, PCO, and then G Raver, who gets added in last minute. And then we see AJ Gray also make an appearance in this match, which I thought was interesting because if you were going to take out Leo Rush, you could have just put AJ in. You didn't have to add G Raver too, but I could understand wanting to do it. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on this match? Did you see have any spots that stood out to you? I know Kylie's going to want to talk about the ladder safety. Yeah. I have a lot of spots that stood out to me. Actually, I wrote them all in my notes. Oh, um, a focused queen. I thought, stop. I thought um, Jordan's like cloud cutter that he did off the ladder mm-hmm. was really dope. I really liked that with the animation. Um, yeah. PCO jumping off the top rope was kind of popped me a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't PCO's say a crazy like old man. No. Yeah. Jimmy Lloyd's razor's edge to mm-hmm. Raver, like towards the end of the match, that was insane. That was craziness. Yeah. Like it was like onto a ladder, onto a door. Like it was craziness. And then I also um was a little bit scared when Raver did that. Like he climbed to the top and then his arm like hit the like the ring and then he fell. I don't even know who mm-hmm. he fell onto. Um, I'm trying to look at my notes. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't write who we fell on, but I just wrote, Lord help that man because it looked real unsafe. Was and it Cologne? I think it might have been, yeah. Um, and right. at the end, we see, well, kind of at the end, we see AJ Gray take a big fall onto the ropes. Um, Kylie, do you think that's because of the ladders that were provided? Absolutely. Here's the thing about wrestling ladders. They're made out of aluminum mostly so that they bend easy when you fall onto them. But here's the issue. When you have 15 foot ladders, they cannot be lighter than the person on the ladder. That's just common sense. So you have to have someone holding it or you have to get yourself a heavier ladder. And GCW didn't do that. Multiple times in this match, we saw guys climb these 15 foot ladders and they're almost going to fall and break their necks. And thank God AJ Gray is okay. If something had happened to AJ Gray, I'd be filing my lawsuit right now. Thank God he's okay. 
but yeah. invest in safe ladders. Get a heavy ladder. You don't have to take a bump on it, but if someone is climbing a 15-foot ladder, invest in a good one. It's ridiculous. That's my rant. Also, before people come for me, I'm a trained firefighter. I know what I'm talking about. Period. Period. That's my that rant. That was exactly what I was going to say. We saw um, Murdoch attack Cologne before the match ends. Um, we also see Jordan take a big package by package pile driver by PCO yeah. a little bit earlier in the match. Um, we see a couple replays throughout this match as well, which I really liked. Um, we haven't really seen too many replays before, but I thought it was interesting to see that. And Kevin Gill did great with the replays, but we see AJ Gray ultimately pick up the win. Um, I think he cashes in on John Moxley. Does he win? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I would like for him to, but I was really happy for him. And I thought it was interesting. He was saying all the stuff on Twitter about uh, not knowing where he goes from here, like not knowing his future in GCW, his future in wrestling. I was like, man, AJ Gray worked me. I was feeling real empathy for that man. <laughs> I I kept asking you guys, like, what do you what do you think is gonna happen to AJ? Do you think he's still gonna be on the card? And then, you know, we just see him pop up in the match. Um I think looking forward, what do you guys think? You think he beats Mox? You think he has a chance to? Mm -hmm. It's a money in the bank like ladder. I mean, money in the bank like yeah. opportunity. Maybe I guess who who else would Mox face though? That's the thing. Like you have to compare AJ to that person. So like if they Gage is tag Mox champ, and Gage. but I don't think they would put Gage into that if he's tag champ. You know what I'm saying? It depends how long they wait out that that thing with AJ. Then I don't think yeah. Gage has it has that for much longer. I feel like it's just like a stepping stone for him. I yeah, feel like he's getting that title. I don't know. Anywho, we're happy for AJ. We hope yes. he's okay and that his ribs are fine because that looked nasty. Um, let's talk about the Lucha six-man match that we have. Oh. Um, Team Gringo versus Team Bandito. We see uh, Bandito, Laredo Kid, and ASF take on Arez, Gringo Loco, and Demonic Lumita. Um, any spots from this match? What did you guys think? Haley said that this was kind of one of her matches of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking over my notes really quick. I thought I thought this match was so well put together. You could tell that there was, you know, intention behind it. It wasn't a spot fest. It made sense. It was Lucha Libre at its finest. I loved every second. I love Gringo Loco. I love Bandito. I love all these guys. So I was so excited that this match came off across well. And I was so glad that the crowd loved it. And I was so glad that everyone was gifting it on Twitter. And I just mm -hmm. thought, when I saw it, I was like, oh, you know what? That could be match of the night. But then, you know, as the show progressed, I was like, yeah, that's match of the night. <laughs> it, it was so good. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was really fun. And I really liked that, like, double tower, like, Canadian destroyer type thing that they did. You know what I'm talking about? I thought that was really yeah. cool. Spot. There were so many cool spots, like. I don't know. I just thought it was a really fun match. So much top rope to the outside, but yes. it was like the safest work I've seen. It was so good. And that like, um, what did they do? Like the flips in unison? That was crazy. Off, oh like, yeah, the, well, uh, off the top crazy. rope, off the turnbuckle. Yeah. yeah. 
That was so good. I think that ASF really was a highlight reel in this match for me. I didn't expect him to not like carry as much of this match as he did. Um, I was very, very excited to see that double stack chicken fight that they did. I thought that was hilarious. I'm always in for a little chicken fight. I think it's funny. So good. ASF, I have his spots in my notes four times, which is hilarious. Um, what did you guys think about this result? Is this who you were expecting to win? Mm-mm. Not me either. No. Me either. No. But, but, you know, like, it could have gone either way, and everyone comes out better because the match was that good. Yep. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Next we have my match of the night. Blake Christian taking on Leo Rush, which was originally meant to be Jonathan Gresham for the ROH World title, but we got Leo Rush instead. What did you guys think about the replacement, the chemistry that these guys had, the match in general, all that stuff? Well, I liked that uh, Blake Christian said that he he called out Ring of Honor. He said he wants a, he still wants his title shot, so I thought that was great because I was really looking forward to that match, and I was sad that we might not get it, but it looks like we're going to get it at some point soon. So I'm excited about that. I thought the replacement couldn't have been a better choice. I think Leo was outstanding in this match. I think thought he really pushed Blake into like the next level. Like he really took charge of the match and Blake Christian was all the better for it. I think this is probably my favorite Blake Christian match. I think he did things in this match that I didn't know he could do. I think he really rose to the occasion. He met Leo Rush in athleticism and speed. And he was so angry the whole match. It was, loved it. Blake Christian was really, really strong here for me. I I love Blake Christian matches normally. And I obviously love Leo Rush matches as well. I think their chemistry was just so perfect. Just two really, really fast guys who can move and who are really high energy and aren't afraid to like take those risks, especially at a platform and a stage like Hammerstein. Um, they were hitting a lot of their signatures and finishers back to back. And I was like, oh, this is the end. Oh, it's not. Oh, this is the end. No, it's not. Like they really took me on that roller coaster ride, which was really, really hard to do, I think, on a card like this when you're expecting so many different outcomes. Um, what did you guys think about Blake taking the win here over Leo? Love it. I do too, because I think yeah. that originally obviously Gresham was gonna win. So like I'm happy that Blake still got his moment and he got the win. Yeah, and but I'm I not think, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ailey. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I'm not sure if Leo is going to be like a GCW regular. So Blake, who is a GCW regular and is one of those rising stars, like we talked about, getting the win. I'm very excited to see sort of what he does from here because I think the last few months people have really taken notice of Blake Christian and everything he can do, and he's really starting to, you know, he's really starting to take off in popularity. So. I thought Laura it was a big boyfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, we see Blake win with the 450 um, double stomp, which is a crazy mm-hmm. move. His 450 in general is crazy. And he has that ripcord Spanish fly that he does, which I can't even literally imagine doing. You're like pulling yourself into somebody and then just doing a front flip just because. I Insane. Um, okay. Do we want to talk about Cardona and Janela? I think this is where we yes. start to hear some of Kylie's issues. Um, with this show. We see an incredibly overbooked match here. Just to see the people who weren't a part of this match that somehow got involved, we have 
Um, Mark Sterling, Virgil as Vince, Vince McMahon. Then we see Hornswoggle. Then we see Sam, Sam Stackhouse, Marco Stunt, and then Brian Myers. How did this match play out for you guys? Were you guys sticking with them through the whole thing, or did you get lost at some point? Listen, I just got to say, I kind of liked it. I, I kind of did, too. It was so chaotic, and my brain was like, I don't know what's going on, but if I just surrender to it, I'll have a good time. And I did. Yeah. It was chaotic. It was real. Did you? Did you mad at us? I'm not mad. I'm. I'm just. Maybe I just don't see this. Like maybe this isn't my match. I don't see the appeal in this. It was a lot for me. It was a lot for my brain to handle. I was there once we until we got to Sam Stackhouse doing a moonsault. Once we got there, I was like, "Holy fuck! What is happening? What is happening?" And then we see Marco stunt, and then Marco stunt, who's blonde. Yeah. Blonde from the voice, he does a double door stomp onto Swoggle, and then Janella on the outside does an elbow <laughs> through the door to Cardona. It's and then good. Chelsea hits Marco with the title and hits him with the Canadian destroyer because she's from Canada. If you didn't get that, and then Brian Myers <laughs> spears Janella, and then we see X Pac. Come out after the match. Chuchel. I, I you need to understand that this was never intended to be accepted as something that was booked well. <laughs> this was intended to be chaotic and crazy and just callback after callback and moments because it's sports entertainment, but a parody of it. I don't know how I stayed with the match through the Vince thing. You see somebody come out with the Vince McMahon mask and it's fucking Virgil. <laughs> Next to fucking Mark Sterling? I, dude, I, okay, let me go back to the beginning of the match because I think Matt's entrance here is a big piece of this match entrance for me. Yeah. Yes. We see him come out with the wedding pictures and the cool montage at the beginning, like at the start of the match. We see him come out with the Fuck Mick Foley on the back of the shirt. We see mm -hmm. on the front of the shirt, if Cardona wins, we riot. Like that big banner that's hanging in Hammerstein. And then off the bat, we see him spit on a fan. And then Love he kisses it. Chelsea. In the middle of COVID. Great. We live for this. We love mm -hmm. it. Janella comes out. Looking ripped. I was going to say, it's it looks like you've been putting in the work. With the cute hair. I actually really like his hair. Um, and then <laughs> off the bat, we get a sack rider, which is Effie's move. Then we get a Death Valley driver through the door. I thought we were doing good here. Then we get Chelsea with a low blow to Matt. And then Janela climbs to the <laughs> top rope. And then Chelsea moves him because. Sack really well, Matt. Fuck, <laughs> Matt really had a cup the whole time, which was callbacks in my mind. Probably really not to Johnny and Tommaso um, in the one final beat match. 
and then we see the broski boot with the chair. Mark Sterling comes out because Janela wants to use the title, says that's legal. Then we get Virgil, and everything goes downhill. You mean uphill? Uh, that's not uphill. <laughs> so uphill. That's not uphill. Uphill. This was going great, from Gale. Virgil and ending with X Pac is not uphill. Says who? You're out with it. Dishel, this was good. It was fun. I love it. This was like chaos. And like, In the best I don't, way. I, yeah. No, I was not ready for this chaos. Hornswoggle and Sam Stackhouse were involved in this match. Like, they had their own mini-match inside of this match. Well, why not? Swoggle is friends with with Matt Cardona, so it makes sense. It does make sense. But to have their own match inside of this, that ends with Marco Stunt. I feel like I missed so much. Okay. We get Mance Warner out next. Um, he comes with a feel-good moment, talking about how he loves GCW, loves the people. Um, then we get Atticus Kogar to interrupt. He says he has a live mic. He comes and attacks. Well, Mance technically hits first, says that he can't wrestle, but he can fight. And then Atticus will attack back. We get Matthew Justice to come out. We get 4-4-0. Then... Let's go dark. Fucking Sabu. I'd be mad if I said I like it. (laughs) You can like this. This is fine. Yeah. I just think this was fucking insane that this happened. Why? (laughs) Atticus, I was expecting Atticus to do something with Brett, really. Oh, I, I was too at the beginning. Yeah, when they were doing the pre-show stuff. That's kind of what I wanted, to be honest. I wanted Atticus to feud with Brett. I love a good Rage Against the Authority storyline. One of my favorite storylines ever. Maybe I shouldn't say this out air, on, on air, but it's when Dolph Ziggler went on Survivor Series and defeated the Authority. Uh, stop. Don't you make that face. I was a Dolph Ziggler, Mark. <laughs> you just said that you... You just stop. You just told me that you like the Janela and Matt Cardona match. You do not have a right to shame me. You you, you have just a told me that you thought the the Janela match was overbooked, and then later you tell me you're a Dolph Ziggler mark. I love Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is goat. Give him title. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, this is going downhill really quickly. Um. What did you guys think about the segment? Mance Warner got on the show. I was expecting them to answer the challenge of the Briscoes. But what did you think about this? It was good. I liked it. It was fine. I mean, it could have it could have been anything else there, and it would have been fine. I just did we need it? No. Did I like it? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. it didn't do I mean, anything for me, but like good for also, them. It was yeah, good for them. That's that's what I think about a lot of people on this card. Even if their match wasn't great, good for them. Yeah. You know? G- g- happy for them. Um, this is where I think the show starts to trickle down. 
Maybe in my mind it trickles a little bit earlier because I think it starts to trickle with Janela and Cardona. But <laughs> um, Allie Catch takes on Ruby Soho. Allie looks like a star in her entrance, first of all. Love. Second of all, they try to counter each other so much in this match. What were your guys' thoughts about how this match played out? We had very, very high expectations for this match. Did I live up to them? No. 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 I thought I thought it was like weirdly paced. Like it was slower than I thought it was gonna be. Uh there were a lot of great like spots, but I was mostly confused. <laughs> and then Ruby wins and she's a heel because she gets booed. Because of course she gets booed because she beat Allie. So that's why Allie should have beat Ruby and then no one gets booed. But they didn't do that. Cause why? <laughs> I'm also not a fan of Ruby's finish. Oh! Like, I just, like, I don't know. I I love Ruby, but, like, it just, like, maybe I just wanted it to be more than it was. You know what I mean? The whole match or the finish? Just the whole thing. Yeah. I was so hyped for it. Like, on uh, Divas, we were saying, like, this could be match of the night. But then I was like, first of all, they didn't get a lot of time. Like, if... That was a match that should have gone longer, I think. Yeah, I felt uh, really just rich. just because people were looking forward to it so much. Because it, for one, it was the only women's match. Two, it's Allie and Ruby, like they can it both go. But then, match. yeah, and this was just it was good. I'm not gonna say it was bad, but oh my god, <laughs> I I like the finishing maneuver. I I just don't i think i'm just maybe confused from like the production side of how this match yeah. came out yeah. like i thought that there weren't enough big spots to make you go whoa that match was match of the night yeah you know what that's a good point that's it actually seemed, a good point it seemed like it was like kind of like mellow compared to the other matches that we saw like if you put this match next to leo and blake mm -hmm. i think you would really see it there i yeah. don't know that's likely not on the performers at all i feel like it's more so just on how much time they were given and then they yeah. were probably being rushed at this point as well so, yeah i guess this is the point where they realized oh we have to be done at 11 yeah I, I mean, I'm just showed out with what they had, you know, like, I mean, right. I'm not good. saying this match wasn't good. Please no, don't think that was, I'm saying it was, it was good. This was good. <laughs> yeah. We just we, had we a higher set of expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting was something good. relative to. Mm, I'm not going to say a good match because then people are going to roast me because I think it's a good match. Never mind. Let's talk Effie and Jeff Jarrett. Can we not? <laughs> I hated everything about this. Yeah. Everything. One, it got no time, which I wasn't expecting it to go forever because it's Jeff Jarrett, and I'm not sure what kind of shape he's in. Uh, but this was way too fast, uh, and I thought that Effie needed more offense, and I thought that Effie needed to win, and that Effie didn't win. And the commentator's like, "This is not the end of Effie and Jeff Jarrett. Like, why?" Can it be the end, please? <laughs> like, can we just end it? Like, why is Effie and Jeff Jarrett like an angle that we're going to continue? <laughs> I don't get it. 
I just, why did Effie lose? It's the heat. There's no heat. We're just confused. Why was Jeff Jarrett in this match to begin with? For the Maybe, pop and like what pop? I just <laughs> don't get Jeff Jarrett really. People like I, to Jeff. <laughs> I don't know. I just it would have been a cool match because it's like a a one time thing, just a cool like exhibition. And I like when legends come back for these exhibitions. But Effie like. He came across great in his entrance, but in the match, he didn't really come across that great. Uh, the crowd was behind him, but then the crowd would, like, chant for him, and then nothing would happen, and the crowd was, like, confused. And I was confused. And then Jeff Jarrett won clean. He pinned him. And I, like, why? Like, who's this for? Not me. Like, is this for Brett Lauderdale? Is this is this for Effie? Like, does Effie want this? Like, I don't know. My thing was, I was like, oh, they're going to put homegrown talent over on this show. This show is for them. They got them to the dance. They sold the tickets. And then yeah. Ruby wasn't announced for ticket sales. Jeff Jarrett was announced for ticket sales. This just feels unfair to me. I just... Is it is for the if it they wanted to do like one heel win for the heat it would have been Cardona, and then we're done. Like these other matches, they don't get heat. We're just confused. Like people are booing Ruby and they don't know why they're booing Ruby, but they know they have to boo her because Allie lost and Allie's the favorite. And then they're booing Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett's the heel, but now they're just sad that Effie didn't get a big win on the biggest day GCW has had. So it's like. And then they did, they literally said at the beginning of the show, Brett used Allie and Effie for cheap heat. Yeah. Who else do you see that has Effie? We're gonna make Effie um we're gonna make wrestling gay again with Effie or whatever. I was like, okay, then why why didn't you do that in the show? I have no idea what what happened here. No idea. It's not even heat, it's just I just confusion. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like Cardona, that's heat. People threw stuff in the ring. They were mad. That's heat. This is just bad. Oh, okay, bully. Right. These matches bad. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore the fact that you said that. Did you hear what I called you, Kylie? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Just to ignore it. Sounds good. <laughs> um, do we have any final thoughts about this match or what we think happens to Effie from here? Well, apparently he's going to keep feuding with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> God, no, please. That's what commentary said. I don't no. believe them. I don't believe them. I'm going to act like they didn't say it. Exactly. I, I live in ignorance. Oh, okay. Everyone is very hostile right now. <laughs> <laughs> late. <laughs> Literally, I'm not supposed to be on late shows. I tell people to clean their bussy. Oh, maybe Brett should clean his bussy after this because he got it in a twist. Next, Homicide versus John Moxley for the GCW World Title wasn't the main event. Issue number one. More confusion. <laughs> no time to your world champion. He's not in the main. Mox and Homicide is a match people have looked forward to. It's not in the main. It gets no time, and it, uh, basically nothing happens, and then Mox wins. The end. I think I have a really I think my confusion meter just started to grow throughout this show. Like, okay, you guys can say that. You guys can say 
that Janela and Cardona was good, but you can't tell me you weren't a little bit confused with how everything was happening. That's I mean, fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. And did you get more confused once you saw Sabu? No. You uh, were steadily confused with Sabu? Okay. Moving on. Ali Ketch and Ruby Soho, were you confused then? Yeah, that's when I started. I yeah, started at Janela. I really started at Janela and Cardona, and I just went, I just went higher and higher. That? Huh? What confused you about that? That's what Why I was were there so many people in that match? How do they have a match inside of a match? Because it's Matt Cardona. But a match inside of a match. There was a match within a match. And there it's was an unofficial warfare. match. There was an unofficial match with Sabu. What? It's confusion, <laughs> confusion rises at Ruby Soho Alley Catch. Yes. Confusion rises even more. Effie Jeff Jarrett. Confusion after seeing the homicide versus John Moxley graphic right pop here. on my screen next. Don't. Once we get to Nick Gage. No, sorry. Me recording myself thinking I'm going to get proud and powerful, but then sitting there for a minute and 50 seconds because I don't know Matt Tremont's music. But it makes sense that we would think that it would be a big surprise, right? Like, you put your world champion in a semi-main. And so, obviously, the Briscoes Open Challenge, I'm thinking, oh, they got someone big, like Forbidden Door. Who's it going to be? Proud and powerful. Could it be FTR? Could it be, you know, the Lucha Bros? It could be anybody. The Lucha Bros. I didn't even think of that. Good thing I didn't because I would have been even more upset. And then Mox loses quick. So, I'm like, oh, they must be wanting to save time for this big tag match. But then they didn't. (laughs) I was so confused. And then, like, Gage comes out, and Gage comes out, and I'm still thinking, oh, this is totally, like, a red herring. Like, the lights are going to go out, and someone else is going to come out. They just want Gage out there to get him out there and let him have the mic, right? No. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> we didn't even talk homicide mocks. Let's talk about this match, and then we'll talk about Nick. Okay? Let's just try to okay. split them up, even though they're very intertwined. Okay. Um... What did you guys think about the match itself? Besides yeah. it not having time. Yeah, it was meh. Like, meh. There wasn't anything that stood out. It was way too fast. I mean, and you have they you weren't have able to bleed. So I was like, um, why is yeah. this match happening if they can't bleed? This match is meant for them to try to kill each other. And see, here's the thing though. It's Moxley and Homicide, and even if they can't bleed, like they can't blade, it's illegal. You could still have done it so that they had big violent spots. Yeah. And if they bleed inadvertently, cool. If they don't, you still have the violent spot. And this match was done and over. And I just, I thought it was a false finish, first of all. And then the bell rang. <laughs> I, uh, it was fine, but like, come on. This is your world title match, dude. On your he biggest pay per view, a paradigm shift. That was the paradigm shift, right? It wasn't just a regular DDT, like they called it on commentary. Yeah, it was a paradigm shift, but I think they—I okay. don't, don't think they call it that in GCW. Leo Rush just sweet cheated me. Nice. Okay, sorry. I uh, that hurt my chest really hard. I just listen. I love GCW. If you watch anything I'm ever in, I'm always putting over GCW. You have your biggest show after a pandemic. So you put this off, okay? 
You've let anticipation build. And this is our world title match. That's where I'll leave it. I think... Okay, maybe I shouldn't say this. I think it would have been more interesting if Atticus would have won and would have taken on Moxley here. Even though they can't bleed and whatever, I feel like Atticus would have maybe put on a stronger showing here. Um, I thought I think the styles would have been a little bit different too because I think Atticus is um, a different wrestler than Homicide is just like in mm-hmm. general. Like Homicide is like a violent striker, but like Atticus is like a crafty little devil. And I would have liked to see that in a match here beyond just the Sabu stuff. Yeah, at the at like the end of the match, there was a little part of me that was thinking, oh, maybe AJ Gray is going to come out here, uh, and then he didn't. <laughs> we expected way too much. Like our standards up here. <laughs> it's uh, we were on Divas. We were like, "Yo, this show is gonna be so good! Like five stars, five stars, five stars." <laughs> Five stars, five stars, five stars. <laughs> I don't think we're unreasonable for expecting that, though. No, I really don't. The way they hyped it, I was expecting that. You have a show on pay per view. It's Hammerstein's like and you record. So clearly, people expected a big show because they're going to the New York for the show. And I was then- supposed to go to Hammerstein. No, literally, Cass and Kate and I were all talking about it. I was like, oh, probably I'm going to take the train with my mom. And I, was, I wanted to end up going to Terminus. But I would have been upset if I went for this. Oh, yeah. I uh, uh, I don't know what happened. I, I, I think Brett just got, like, trigger happy, maybe, or something. Like, he was just, like, excited that he got Hammerstein. And he was like, fuck it. Everything, Jeff Jarrett, do it for the heat. Do it for the heat. Everybody gets heat. But but here's another like here's another thing. You're on official pay per view, so I get that you have a certain amount of time, but you can pay to have a little bit over. Like you can have a ten minute overrun, or you, you could have paid for a whole another hour, and we could have had good title matches. And we didn't get that. I just don't go on pay per view if you're not going to do it right. Don't put a giant show in New York City if you're not going to do it right. Don't hype it for a year if you're not going to do it right. It's common sense. Fair enough. Are we gonna talk um, I, one second. <laughs> one one thing I wanted to mention. We okay. did get fuck bully Ray trans chance at the beginning, which I did appreciate. Yes. Um I appreciated them, but I'm so excited for Bully Ray to be like, look at this heat I got, guys. Look at the heat. (laughs) What a dork. Homicide (laughs) lost his tooth. Did you see his tooth? I didn't see it, but I I heard that he lost Yeah, it it went flying. Oh. Okay. You want to talk versus Kylie? Yeah. Yeah. So let me... The Briscoes come out. The, they come out first. Okay, so I'm like, oh, so hyped for the surprise. I'm like ready, right? They had to come out first, though, I feel like. I was expecting that. Yeah. But then, you know, they do the dramatic pause, and I'm like waiting for music to hit that I would be like, oh, wow, that's cool. And it didn't. And I was like, you know, maybe this is a red herring. And then it's Nick Gage, which I didn't expect him to be there, but I'm glad he was. I'm like, okay, this is totally red herring. Like, he's going to get in the ring. He's going to talk for a little, and then the lights are going to go off, right? 
And then like that didn't happen and the match starts and it's okay, but it's like GCW light. You know what I mean? Like the spots were like with- it was just lots of doors and lots of chairs yeah. really fast. And, and before anyone comes for me, I understand that New York law prohibits certain weapons in wrestling. I get it. I'm not dumb. <laughs> but it's Nick Gage and it's the Briscoes. And that is a big angle. I don't care who you are. That is big for GCW. And you give them doors and 10 minutes. Not and then Nick that. Gage wins. And that's it. <laughs> Can I show no you big guys? match angle? I, I want to show you guys the video. I have the video of me watching the entrance. Because I was expecting Santana and Ortiz. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> sad. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm not. I'm just laughing. <laughs> laughing at this whole situation. Just knowing what comes after. Dude. Oh my god, Jay Shell. It's a mental breakdown. I don't know whose music this is. I sit there like this for a minute. Look, I'm gonna scroll so you guys can see. <laughs> Please yeah. make that make that a gift. Yeah. Wait. I'm literally frozen. <laughs> that was literally me. I just stopped it. I just quit. Look at my face when I quit. <laughs> and listen, we weren't the only ones who thought this. Like, I did think, like, oh, maybe we just like in our group chat, we just really worked ourselves. You know, I went on, I went in the tag, and people were like, oh, it has to be FTR. It has to be FTR, right? Or they were like, you know what? It's got to be proud and powerful. Or maybe it's like uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Yes, hundred percent. That's what we said at the beginning of the show: was that it didn't feel like GCW. It didn't. <laughs> I get. I said it felt like Ring of Honor, and that's not an insult. That's just me trying to. I love to Ring of Honor it. too. I love Ring of Honor. I'm a Ring of Honor stan. This but, makes my stomach hurt. Like I'm really disappointed by this. Yes, like, and we weren't the only ones. That's the thing. People are like, could it be Gorillas of Destiny? Like New Japan, maybe? Could it be this person, that person? And the thing is, when you put the world title match that, like semi-main, people are going to expect a big surprise. And Nick Gage, despite the work and like the you know fight with GCW, it wasn't the surprise people were expecting, especially with the Forbidden Door and talk of Forbidden Door, like Royal Rumble and like in AEW and like all this stuff. And you didn't even, you could have had someone do a run in at the end, even like, even if you didn't want him in the match. Like, you could have gave Nick a cool partner. I, not, yeah. No shade to Matt Tremont, but like, dude, if we would have got like a, who would have been a dope partner from Forbidden Door? Hmm. Who can they bring uh, in, like, legally? <laughs> legally? Well, they could bring anyone. Like, they, you just have to get permission. You know what I mean? Who's, like, like a, 
a fucking Wardlow. I don't know. Not that like, like, Wardlow would like, want to team with If you him. wanted to go Impact, you could do like Madman and Fulton. Like that would be fun. You or could do like fucking Morrissey if you really wanted to. The internet would lose its mind, but it would be hilarious. Yeah, you could bring in anyone. Like anyone but Moose. Listen, listen. <laughs> a very small part of my brain, like the the Ring of Honor stand of the past, was like, oh, but the Briscoes and the Young Bucks, though. Like the oh, Briscoes but- would never be in GCW, but like. The fact that my brain went there showed how much this was hyped up. And I was expecting Proud and Powerful. I recorded for Proud and Powerful. And it Maybe makes sense to see myself at Terminus. Yeah. So clearly they're doing stuff that's not EW. But somebody, somebody said it, and I started to believe it. And I feel like I worked myself into a shoot there. But I'm still really disappointed. Well, the fact that people thought yeah. it was FTR, like... yeah. It, and it wasn't just us. It was like a bunch of people I don't know on Twitter who didn't know that I thought it was FTR, that they were saying the same thing. It really goes to show you that this was like, this was a major flop on GCW's part. You can't secure a, a surprise surprise. Like GC, like Nick Gage and GCW is not a surprise. I'm sorry. And I love Nick Gage. And I thought that his, at the end of the match, his little speech and his celebration. We I love thought it was Nick great. Gage. Let, let's it. let's take a second to honor Nick Gage. Nick and Gage seems like such a real friend. Like, so intense. But I feel like I could tell Nick my problems, and he would be straight up and honest with me about what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's the nicest guy. And I told you guys this in our group chat, but at Art of War Games in Chicago, uh, he after the match, he's all bloody. He's, like, beaten up. He's limping. Okay, he's, like, obviously in pain. He climbs himself up onto a chair. And starts giving me this in the crowd this speech. And he's like, I love you people. Like, you're my world. Like, everything I have is yours. And like, all this stuff. And he's like crying. That's Nick. Nick. So I'm not a Nick Gage hater by any means, but like, DCW is not a surprise. It's. I would have put Nick. I would have put Nick in in the Mox match if they really wanted to do something. I would have put Nick there, and you could have brought him up there. And see, and then- here's another here's another thing I thought when the Mox match was really fast, and then there what Nick Gage came out for the Briscoes thing. I was like, well, maybe like they wanted to save Mox for this, and it'll be Mox and Gage as a team. No, it was Matt Tremont, girl. It was Matt. You got Matt. And that's not an insult. I feel like we're insulting him, but we're not. No, he, it's fine. He's going to understand. We I were expecting Santana Ortiz. Maybe I did that to myself. But I was ready for him. I was ready for, like, a big surprise. Like, I didn't have – I thought maybe FTR, but then, you know, AEW. But I was expecting – AEW owes them still, though. Like, I don't know if they're – if they work directly through AEW to, like, send talent there for shows because Eddie. But, like, regardless, I think that they're owed one. Yeah. They – I just – I part of me feels like maybe this was a last-minute thing and they couldn't get anyone else. But then <laughs> why would you put it in the main event? You should have put it in the middle of the card. Like I, they must have genuinely thought that this was a good way to end the show. And it I wasn't. guess they wanted to end with Nick Gage. I, but I, he, could, he could come back out. <laughs> Why? <can't laughs> Everybody come else back came back out. Everybody came yeah. back out. Oh, you, you could have world title. Mox wins. 
Mox does whatever he does on the mic, and then Nick Gage and the rest of the locker room come out. Like, why couldn't we have done that? I don't get it. <laughs> Who booked this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What happens from here with the tag titles? Do we see the Briscoes in GCW again? No. No. So they're they're AW bound or something bound. Interesting. They lost so quickly yeah. to a team that's not really a team that they're GCW like regulars. So no, I think what they're gonna go tag titles. FTR thing. I hope they do. What happens with those tag titles? <laughs> I have no clue, Nick. There's no one. Second gear crew. Okay. Nick Gage. Nick Gage is a tag team champion. <sighs> yeah. The Deathmatch Man is a tag team champion. Are we going to see Deathmatch tag matches? Oh, yeah. That's what makes me think maybe 4 4 0. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not a can fan we, of this. Can we end the show? I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but before we end, I just want to say that I love GCW. I love all these people that were on this show. Uh, we're, I'm not trying to insult any of you in any way, but like the ball was dropped multiple times. That's just me being honest. That's just my honest opinion. And it's your opinion. That's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinions. Thanks, Haley. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to be like passive aggressive. I don't know why it came out like that. Like, oh I was like, I'm trying to stick up for you. <laughs> I thought you were being sarcastic. I was like, oh. No, I, was being, I was being serious. That's how we know it's time to wrap. Yeah. It's time to wrap her up like a condom. Okay. Okay. You need this. <laughs> That's enough. Oh, God. Let's do plugs so we can get our ass out of here. Haley. Oh, what? I would have popped for that shit. Right? Yeah. I would have popped for literally anything. Anybody else? But yeah. what we got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I clean your bussy. Haley, plugs. <laughs> Um, so you can find my work on bodyslime.net. You can follow me on Twitter right there. I also do ADH Divas and Demo Divas, which will be on the Fightful, um, I'm Overbooked. Just like this card. Saturdays. Yeah. At three. So, yeah. You can Kaylee. follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. I do ADH Divas. I do the GCW post shows. I'll also be on Demo Divas with these girls. And I do interviews and things. I'm not normally this negative, I promise. Oh, Jesus. This is like an episode of Sour Graps. I'm Jay Shell. You guys can follow me on the Twitter at Jay Shell Nicole. Um, follow Bodyslam.net on all social media platforms at Bodyslam.net. I got some writing stuff over there. I'm on ADHD Divas as well. We're on Demo Divas together, reviewing all things women's wrestling throughout all companies and kind of ranking them based on the booking of their divisions and um, their rosters. 
that's Saturdays at 3 p.m. on the Fightful Overbook channel. We're so excited to do that show. We're so excited for that opportunity, and we can't wait to bring you guys great content over there. Um, I also launched a new project called Wrestling with Whiteness. I actually have some people from GCW in that project as well. It'll be featuring interviews with Black wrestlers telling their stories of being Black wrestlers in order to try and help improve the Black wrestling community. Um, but I think that's all we have for you guys today. I don't have a funny closer. I think we just got to say bye. I don't want to tell them to clean their pussy again since I already did. But um, any final words, ladies? Um, <laughs> that's a final word. That show happened. Yeah, it did. <laughs>